Hey, welcome to the DSB. My name is Josh Rosenthal from Sea Level Insights. The DSB is the daily small business podcast, five minutes a day, five days a week, where we take a look at things that help you better understand your cash. And right now we're a little bit in the weeds, um, but I'm trying to make it as useful as possible because I believe these terms are useful as you look to assess and understand uh, your business and what projects you should invest in or when you're talking to your potential investors, how you sell them, how you show them that you know um, the language of finance. And there's some really important terms here. We've established that ROI, most unexperienced investors are going to come to the table and ask about their ROI. Uh, there is a technical definition of ROI, of a return on investment, but people come to the table with all sorts of definitions of it. And maybe they're not thinking that ROI might look different for a project that's 12 months versus a project that's 12 years. So we need to better understand ROI. And from that, we've determined that IRR is probably the better metric to use, especially on the types of projects that business owners do, because there's not a lot of 12-month projects. We're normally looking at a five-year horizon or a 10-year horizon. So we have to use IRR to help us in that assessment. But you can't run an IRR if you don't understand the concept of net present value. And you can't run a net present value if you don't understand the concept of present value and even a discount rate. So again, I'm going to try and stay out of the weeds and we're going to kind of try and keep it useful. So here's the deal. Present value, again, it's a formula that Excel can run, but it's not actually as easy of a formula as IRR is in Excel. So the present value, you can run it in there, um, but you got to have a rate, a discount rate. Easiest way to think about a discount rate is that when you're moving forward, you're getting an interest rate. When you're taking a future amount of money and you're bringing it back to today, you're getting a discount rate. So again, if you have $100 now and you're trying to um, figure out how much it's going to make in the next 10 years, you're going to put an interest rate on it. In 10 years from now, if you know you're going to have a million dollars, you're going to put a discount rate on it to try and get it back to how much money you would need today in order to get there. Okay, so we're going to establish a discount rate. And let's just say for the sake of this, because we're not going to get into that too much right now, but we're going to say um, a discount rate of <clears throat> 8%. So on a present value, we're going to understand this discount rate idea, and we're going to plug in um, what year it is that is um, the cash flow is coming from, because in year one, <clears throat> we're going to have just one period, and, and on that, we haven't uh, lost a lot of value in that. Now the number is not as low, but in year two, it, maybe it's $100,000, but in year two, there's a lot of risk. There's no guarantees, and so we run this formula, and then the present value of that is much lower. And in year three, it's even lower than that. In year four, it's lower than that. So what we have here is several years of cash coming in. But every year, we have to run this present value formula because we're accounting for the time value of money. Okay, so then you take all of your present values and you add them together and that's how you get the net present value. The net present value is actually the simplest of all. It's just addition. It's really hard to get these net present values correct. 
especially if you don't have any experience with them. So we're going to take all of those things and we're going to have the net present value. So we're going to take a look at, this is where it becomes complex for an investor to say, hey, if I'm getting a hundred, if I'm putting a hundred thousand dollars in and over the next five years, I'm going to get a hundred dollars a year. I wouldn't necessarily say that that's $500, though technically it is, yes. But you're going to want to kind of back into that. You're going to want to understand what's the present value of that. I would rather have $500 today than $100 a year for the next five years. That's the simplest way to look at this. So if we take all of our present values for the next five years, that's ultimately how we're going to end up with our internal rate of return. We can't calculate the internal rate of return without that. So if I just were to distill this down as a key takeaway, it would probably be that piece where it says $500 now is worth more than $100 a year for the next five years. That is the idea of the present value of money. And we have to understand the present value of money in order to run our IRR, in order to understand and compare projects, in order to be a wise investor or to sound like we know what we're talking about when we're talking to our investors. Again, these are complex and we're way in the weeds. Please do some research on your own and we'll see you tomorrow.